Good morning and welcome to Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin and my goodness, that was a great night for, for Lakers and Dodgers and I mean basically real LA sports fans. The Lakers win, the Dodgers win, the Celtics lose, and the Clippers lose. Fantastic night for those who follow the right sports teams in the greater LA area. Uh, there's a ton to get to. Obviously, we have to react to the Lakers beating the Phoenix Suns in Game 2 and getting uh, and earning home court advantage. They are now on their way back to Staples Center and uh, and have a chokehold potentially over the uh, series given the way that they won this one. More on that in a bit. Uh, we have some interesting rotational choices from Frank Vogel. Uh, Montrez Harrell did not play and went to Twitter and, and liked a couple tweets, apparently, uh, from people asking why he wasn't in the rotation while also throwing dirt on the Clippers for their loss, uh, which is just its just fantastic. It's just really good stuff from Montrose Harrell. And then we have to discuss Anthony Davis, who looked a lot better. Andre Drummond looked a lot better, I thought. Mark Gasol got some minutes, and I thought he look, made the, the team look better. So there's a ton of, 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 of meat on this bone. Let's go ahead and get to that, starting with the Lakers, just the situation that the Lakers find themselves in right now. So the Lakers beat the Phoenix Suns 109-102. to uh, This is kind of the reverse result of, of the Lakers uh, losing in Game 1, right? Where in Game 1 they lost 99-90, to and that 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 deficit felt a lot bigger than nine points and this one same kind of thing the lakers win 109 uh to 102 devin booker got some really fun calls is how i'll call it uh down the stretch of the game he really started foul hunting and and the refs uh rewarded him a ton for that so look do what you got to do or whatever didn't really impact the game but that made it closer than it actually was the lakers are still struggling uh, from three-point range, let's look at their quote-unquote shooters, right? The guys that they look to to spread the floor. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, 0 of 4 from three-point range. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, 0 of 2 from three-point range. Wesley Matthews, 0 of 2 from three-point range. Alex Caruso, 0 of 2. Taylor Horton Tucker, 0 of 2. Uh, Marcus Gasol did knock down two of his four attempts, and Dennis Schroeder knocked down two of his four attempts. LeBron, 4 of 9. Anthony Davis, 2 of 4. And look, Anthony Davis and LeBron James's threes, they they impact the game in that it adds to the score and all of that, but it doesn't space the floor for themselves, obviously. They need to, at some point, get some three-point production from KCP, from Kyle Kuzma, from Wesley Matthews, from Alex Caruso. Uh, and, and if they just, if any of those guys, two of those guys, three of those guys, uh, if they hit, one three each you're talking about nine extra points on top of this one and and a lot of those guys were getting wide open looks the the kind of looks where everybody in the arena is looking at them including the opposing defense with nobody really closing out because nobody is close enough to so one would think role players shoot better at home that would be a, a welcome sight for for guys like kcp and guys like kuzma kuzma especially i think has been particularly quiet. I'm willing to give uh, KCP a pass on his shooting 
given his defensive assignment, which he's spending a ton of time on Devin Booker, he's chasing him all over the court. He's staying in front of him uh, defensively when when Booker has the ball. Booker's a, a, a one of the foremost scorers in the NBA in every facet of that side of the basketball. And look, KCP goes 0-4 from three-point range, like I said, 0-4, obviously, in total field goals. No free throws attempted. Four boards, a single assist, one steal, four personal fouls, and was a team high, plus 19 on the night. And look, there's there's single game plus minus doesn't always tell the whole, almost never tells the whole story. But I think KCP deserves his kudos to for, for continuing to play defense the way that he's playing defense while he's struggling to shoot the basketball. Uh, LeBron did get on him late in the game for passing up a skip pass three-pointer. I think LeBron's going to watch that play and get on himself actually for it because LeBron actually had the best look of anybody on the court when he turned baseline after having the pass go over a quarter front, uh, a quarter fronting defender. He had nobody in front of him, nobody between him and the basket, and he just kind of whipped the ball, the ball over to the weak side. Given the way the Lakers are shooting the basketball, you would want a better decision there from LeBron. Doesn't matter though; the Lakers win, uh, and KCP deserves his props for for playing defense the way that he did. What does this mean, you ask? Well, I'll answer. This means that the Lakers have home court advantage in this series. They completely stymie any momentum that uh, Phoenix had coming out of game one. Phoenix, all eyes are going to be on Chris Paul in that uh, injured shoulder that kept him out for basically all of the second half. Really sucks that it's kind of coming down to this. Uh, TNT, I, I thought, really hammered home the differences between the Phoenix team that you have while Chris Paul is on the court and and even while campaign was producing, it's just it's just different. We we see this kind of with with Andre Drummond with and with Marcus Saul, where Andre Drummond produces for himself, but Marcus Saul lets everything around him run better. Campaign was producing for himself and keeping the crowd in it and keeping the Suns in it, but Chris Paul does a better job of getting everybody involved, and it's a very different Phoenix Suns team with him, uh, with Chris Paul not available. So that is going to be something to to really keep an eye on. I I would be surprised if he is close to 100% from here on out, which means that the Lakers, I think, have an opportunity to really put this series uh, beyond any reasonable doubt with this next game on Thursday. Just, just take care of business, wrap this thing up as quickly as possible so that you can get a few days extra rest because that Portland and Denver series is probably going the distance. As is becoming a daily habit now, I guess we have to talk centers. And this one was interesting because I thought Andre Drummond did some really interesting, good things. Good, I, I think net positive things. Uh, I thought Marcus Gasol came out there and did some net positive things. And then at the end of the game, with about three minutes to go, the Lakers put it into high gear, and Anthony Davis goes full pterodactyl, and the Lakers just absolutely suffocate Phoenix down the stretch of that game, and, and it was over. That was it. So I thought that was a really cool 
kind of example of of how this center rotation should work where I thought Frank Vogel to a certain extent the Lakers are going to determine the situation by way of the way that they're playing and the way that they're defending and all of that but also like the game just presents different situations over the course of itself so what you have to do is insert certain centers into those situations and allow them to flourish in in spots where they have the best chance to be able to do so. And I thought in this one, Frank Vogel did a much better job of recognizing the situation and then inserting the proper center given the need of the moment. Whereas last time I thought, or in, in last time meaning game one, I thought Frank Vogel spent a lot of time kind of throwing a center out there and hoping it would work out no matter what the situation might be. So if he has figured something out here, great. He was a very good, uh, he was very good at adjusting over the course of series in last year's playoffs. And if that's what we've seen here, maybe the Lakers are starting to figure out this now somewhat depleted Phoenix Suns team. So let's wrap this thing up here with the new kind of vibe to the to the series. I do think this feels, I, I still lean as if it's going to go six, but I do think that Lakers in five prediction, it, for those who've made it, is starting to look a, a lot more realistic because of the, the, the way that the Lakers, not just that they won it, obviously had they lost, uh, Lakers in five goes out the window, but the way that they won it, the way that they suffocated Phoenix, and the way that they won this game looking like the better team despite not playing, I don't think, anywhere near as well as they can possibly play uh, for, for very long stretches. So I think the Lakers, this next game is going to be very telling in terms of the way that they're approaching the rest of the series. Do they spend this the rest of the series? Do they, do they play with their food? and see what THT and what Montrez Harrell and, and, and what uh, different guys can do in a longer rotation? Or they just do they just put their, keep their foot on Phoenix's throats and end this thing as quickly as possible? I'm, I'm hoping for the latter, but the, the former wouldn't necessarily surprise me all that much given the way that this, season, this uh, Lakers team has addressed this season. All right. So before we get out of here, I want to let you guys know every post game it looks like we're going to be doing a locker room session, uh, and and this time it was uh, Christian Rivas and myself who laughed at the Clippers, laughed at the Celtics, and enjoyed this uh, Lakers win. It's going to be kind of a revolving uh, group of voices that that heads on over to locker room for these things. Uh, so, so you guys can tune in there. You can download that locker room app now on Android as well. Uh, today, you have both the Alexes, Alex Regla and Alex Padilla, um, who are uh, wrapping up or recapped the Lakers winning over Phoenix for Taco Tuesday. Great show there. Uh, and then, and then we are going to head on over for the rest of the week. You have uh, Sabrina and Jas, who are going to kind of discuss where. Things are heading in this thing, I would imagine, in, in tomorrow's longer form show. Obviously, this is a daily thing. And then Harris and I will wrap up the week and react to the game on Thursday after it happens. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>